0: Hello and welcome to the CTO show with Mehmet. My name is Mehmet and in each episode I will be exploring the latest trends, insights and strategies in topics like cybersecurity, digital transformation, emerging tech, startups and entrepreneurship. From thought leaders and innovators to entrepreneurs and founders, we'll hear from experts across a wide range of industries who are driving change and making an impact in the world of tech and business. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get started. In today's episode, I want to discuss how we can separate or filter through the buzz and hype surrounding any new emerging technology. And the topic of these days is, of course, ChatGPT and generative AI. So I want to share my point of view on how to determine the true value for driving this technology into a business success. The reason I choose generative AI like ChatGPT is, as I said, it's on everyone's mind nowadays and everyone is talking about it. So I'll be focusing on this specific emerging tech and how it can be mapped to key business objectives. And here what I mean, anything that is built on top of this technology, how we can say this is just a trend, this might be now temporarily and then it might change later or we might forget about it in the future or when we could potentially say, no, this technology is good, it's here with us to stay. And the way I like to do it, to measure how it's affecting business, whether it's driving revenues, growing market share, increasing productivity and customer experience, shortening time to market, avoiding high costs, and reducing risk. This is the way how usually I look at any kind of technology. Before we deep dive into how generative AI can be mapped to these business objectives, let's talk a little bit about the background here. So generative AI is a subset of AI that involves using machine learning algorithms to create content such as images, music, and text. The technology, as everyone knows now, has the potential of being integrated into a wide range of industries and applications by automating the creative process and getting a high quality at the same time. Plus, it is done at scale. Now, let's go and check how generative AI can tick the boxes of business outcomes. First, let's start with driving revenues and growing market share. So, how generative AI can be used to drive revenues and grow market share? Generative AI can be used to analyze customer data and identify patterns and trends in customer behavior. The information that gets collected into the algorithms can be used to develop targeted marketing campaigns that are more likely to resonate with customers. In addition, generative AI can be used to create new products and services that can help companies differentiate themselves in the marketplace. For example, the language model that everyone knows now, ChatGPT, developed by OpenAI, can be used to generate high-quality text that can be used in a variety of applications like chatbots, content marketing campaign. This helps companies improve customer experience and drive revenue growth. Next, let's move to the topic of increasing productivity and customer experience. Generative AI can be used to increase the productivity and customer experience, how? By automating tasks, such as the content creation itself, customer support, and helping companies free up employees to focus on more higher level tasks in addition generative ai can be used to provide personalized recommendations to customers based on their preferences improving the overall experience for example you can create a personalized product recommendations for customers based on their browsing and purchase history and this will allow customer to repeat the business with the organization. Shortening time to market. If we think about generative AI, it can be also used to shorten time to market. How? By automating tasks such as product design, content creation, and they can, I mean the companies, develop and deploy the products and services much faster. In addition, generative AI could be also used to identify potential issues and roadblocks in the development process. Like as you can see, and you watched a lot of videos and you read a lot of articles, ChatGPT can even optimize the code for you. It can optimize a text for you. So companies now has the ability to address any roadblocks before they become major problems. So think about this application of generative AI in designing products such as fashion items or cars or a website. So think about how fast now it would be possible to get the products in front of the customers in a much faster way. Generative AI is able today and has this ability to generate prototypes. There are a lot of, if you are on Twitter, you can find plenty of people. What they are doing, they are just giving ideas to ChatGPT. ChatGPT is helping them to design, build, test, refine the product afterwards. And this is done in a couple of days, by the way. So this is another tick in the box. Next, let's move to avoiding higher costs. ChatGPT or generative AI can avoid higher costs. How? Again, using the automation, because what we used to do manually, like the content creation, data analysis, it costs money and time is money so this is a way where companies are able to reduce labor cost and increase efficiency it can also identify potential cost savings opportunities such as optimizing supply chains and reducing waste for example generative ai is being used and i have seen some articles where it's helping in generating descriptions for products it's helping analyzing data and analyzing processes which companies later are taking these suggestions from the model and are able to a much faster way to avoid these high cost involved in the processes and then They go and do the required optimization. I've seen an example, for example, in the supply chain. The final tick box for me is reducing risks. Can generative AI be used to reduce risks? By analyzing the data, identifying potential risks, companies can take steps to mitigate those risks before they become major issues. An example for this. One is from a social media where you can put the model to watch the content and then have an analysis of any potential issues that can be a problem for the company's reputation. Because remember, people think ChatGPT is only about chatting and generating. It's not only this open AI. They have sentiment model as well. So it can be used for that. The second area of reducing the risks is in cybersecurity. Because these models, the generative AI models, are being able to use to create, for example, synthetic data that can be used for testing and training and then later on put into a context and that help in reducing the risk of exposing sensitive data other ways is building incident response plans or you know asking the model to come up with a best framework that can be used in a specific industry or generate a checklist for avoiding being fined for a non-compliant with GDPR. Just few examples I'm giving. So can it help to reduce risks? 100%. Finally, what I want to conclude here is emerging tech has to solve a problem and has a way or another to touch on the tick boxes that I just highlighted. Let me repeat what are the points that I highlighted. First, driving revenues, growing market share, increasing productivity and customer experience, shortening time to market, avoiding high costs, and reducing risk. If you have this, and you have a technology that is able to tick one or two or even better all of the tick boxes, It is a technology that it would be here to stay for a while. And this is why generative AI in the form of ChatGPT and now Google, they came up with BART and other like X. 2 Google employees. They have started their own companies and a lot of startups are coming up. Now, we need to be able to filter through the hype and buzz surrounding these technologies But companies can really leverage the power of such technologies to achieve their business goal. This is my point of view on how we can differentiate if something is a hype or is it just something that can be a trend or it is really, as everyone in the media, they are saying, you want to call it the iPhone moment, you want to call it the App Store moment, you want to call it the computer moment or the Internet moment, the decision would be up to how we utilize this to drive the business. Thank you very much for tuning in today and listening to this episode. If you have any feedback, if you have any questions, if you want to discuss any other topic, and you would like to join me on this podcast, I would be more than happy to discuss that with you. You can reach out to me either by email, on Twitter, or LinkedIn. Thank you very much for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.